Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. I do want to remind people up front, because we don't always do it, uh, you know, we're all over social media. You can find uh, It's Another Day on uh, Facebook. So look us up. Give us a like. You always see the show postings there. We post the shows. It's on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's CRN America. You can find us that way, too. Everything cross links. So you got the web addresses there. Uh, you can mail us uh, at uh, mail at it's another day.com or mail at crnamerica.com. Uh, you can call my neighbor and they'll tell you how to get a hold <laughs> of our, We have our, our, we have our <laughs> own number. It's uh, 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. You know, CRN America, for a lot of people who don't understand what that is, it's a streaming site. And right now it's uh, – specifically streams the last five, the most five current shows that we've done. So every day there's a new show. The latest show comes up, the oldest show disappears, and it rotates those shows. But if you listen to it, it sounds like a, a, a radio network. And that's yeah, how it does. You join it in progress. If you, if you dial into CRN America and you press the play button, you start with, you, you pick up where the shows are being broadcast. And uh, but it's kind of nice. It's very convenient if you're working outside, if you're working in the garage doing some stuff, and you want to just hear what's happening in the news. Our stuff is fairly current, and uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to. And uh, give it a shot. Try it for yourself. C R N America, all one word. dot com. And uh, it's, it is cool what we got going on there. I don't know how long it's going to be cool for because. And one of the things, uh, well, it was an epiphany to me, uh, I guess, this morning watching some video of of old cities and infrastructure, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But you know, I I I, I just came to the conclusion, and what what's going on with forget about Biden and all the the documents, forget about it. We shouldn't, but forget about it. Um, there are bigger things going on out there, and just after we did the show, you mentioned we said it was sixty seconds. The midnight, and then the clock ticked ten seconds. As soon forward. as he made the announcement yesterday that he was going to send more uh, send tanks to uh, the Ukraine, we lost ten seconds on the doomsday clock. Like yeah, the snap that's of a less thing. Less than a minute to midnight. Yes, and now what that means that's a that's a, a clock that has been in in place for decades. We started in the Cold War, and mm-hmm. uh, and. What would happen is when things got bad and tense, we'd lose time, get closer to doomsday. When things relaxed and became more stable, we'd gain time again. It would become, it would back up. So uh, we are really close right now on that clock to annihilation. Uh, we have, um, I don't understand, Bill, why they're so anxious in D.C., to uh, nudge us closer and closer to war. It doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me at all. Just watching different things sometimes. And uh, a fellow goes around the country and he looks at all the cool towns and he did a series on, you know, all the cities that are dying, you know. And, you know, America was built on, on, on you know, we, we, we built things, we did things. And we had a lot of river towns, you know. Uh, Johnstown, uh, what is it? Um, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, uh, places all like right, that. River yeah. towns, and they that was an advantage, being on a river town. Mm-hmm. You had your industry, and then you put it on a boat, and you ship it down. Then you got railroads that came along and kind of took that away. Airplanes, trucking, that changed that. But technology has changed, too, the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And we have been throwing money. We have been throwing more money. Well, we throw more money to foreign nations than we do at our own backyard. But these cities look like uh, bombed out Beirut now. They're, they're dead. They're if gone. you go to Detroit, they've actually cleaned it up a little bit from like 10 or 15 years ago. 15 years ago, they had the empty houses, the shells, and they actually had a, a project where they would demolish the... the and uh, turn them into parks. Exactly. Well, here's the problem with that. Demolishing those uh, buildings costs millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. That's number one. They don't have an industry to replace what they used to have. So you got people that don't make as much money and either have to leave to go get a job. But the jobs, we've moved the cheese. The jobs are changing. Uh, and and We're a more technological society. Hell, I was reading a story yesterday. They're talking about 
AIs. So what you're saying essentially is that uh, we're, our cities are crumbling and we have to remove that crumble, that debris. It cost us a lot of money to do that. Am I correct? That's right. That's part of the problem. And so do you think that we're being pushed towards uh, a war to That's exactly hurry that along? That's exactly what I'm saying. Look, you've got a workforce out there that probably can't be trained into some of the, the where, where technology is going. They've already, there was a report out uh, in the past week that going into this year that we're going to be losing 175,000 labor jobs a month. Wow. Now, where are these people going to go? Well, wow. all of a sudden, their $300,000 home is going to become, you know, dilapidated and ill repair. Are we losing that to AI, to robotics, things like that? Do you know that there was a, a, a report out that AI will reach singularity in seven years? What that means is it will surpass the human condition. It will think for itself and think beyond us. Yep. And replace us in the labor force. Now, with that said, what are you going to do? Because we've proven in the past several decades with these cities that have had that happen, we can't support the people, put them on welfare, and they can't live a good life. So how do we clean up these cities? Because it would cost billions, if not trillions of dollars. Well, uh, what do we do with these people that can't be trained into this? What are they going to do? You and I have talked about the World Economic Forum, and we've talked about how they have said that we have to decrease the world population from the billions that we have down to about, what, 550 million globally? This is what mm -hmm. they have said in the past, which seems preposterous, but how would you do that quickly? Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, if we want to you know, reset the clock and go back because let's, let's face it. We have old infrastructure. Uh, we, we, we didn't keep up, uh, with, you know, educating people and retraining them and, 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 you know, with our labor and industry, mm -hmm. uh, that they're a drain on society. The, the buildings are, uh, so the, to me, in my mind, I'm going, there's the reason for a nuclear war. What better wow. way could you sit there and, Wipe so out those you're, buildings. You're saying essentially that it's an intentional nuclear war. Blow it all up. They're Start pushing, all over. Wow. Unbe unbelievable. I mean, now, look, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe maybe I, uh, you know. No, 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 no. If anyone's crazy, it's the people pushing us towards nuclear war. Well, and, and you're going, okay, how did the clock move forward? Well, Joe Biden with with the Abrams tanks, what he sent a whole platoon well, let down me, there. Let me we'll just, do more. Let me tell you a little something about that. Uh, three days ago. Three days ago, Biden said, "We're not going. I'm not inclined to give the Ukrainians tanks." Then the next day, two days ago, he said, "I might give them ten tanks." Then yesterday, he said, "I'm going to give them a battalion of tanks. What, thirty-one tanks? Thirty-one tanks, whole battalion." And the thing about that is, Bill, and I'm sure you know this, that you just don't send a tank over. You have a no. whole supply group around that tank. You have spare parts. You have munitions. You have uh, mechanics to keep the engines running well. You have, it's a very high-tech tank. And what I don't understand is where they're going to train these Ukrainians to work these tanks. You know, are they going to bring them over to the U.S. now and train them on our tanks and then send them back, trained? And they also said it would take about a year for them to see all of the tanks in country. In the well, Ukraine. you know, they're going to get other tanks, too. And this was what really intrigued me. Uh, just the, the just the, the moronic statement that came out. But they were talking about, well, you know, Germany that was holding out with their Leopard 2, which is a very sophisticated tank. They said, yeah, we're going to send in the tanks. But it was only after a lot of negotiations with the United States. In other words, we had to give Germany certain concessions and things to do here is a country that can't sit there and balance its own damn budget mm -hmm. or keep its secrets secure 
and we're we're negotiating yeah. uh, something strategic like that. If that's not funny to you, well, uh, well, it's actually not funny. It's but. sad, actually. Um, speaking of Germany, I thought this was interesting. Uh, coming on the heels of Germany's announcement to send Leopard 2 tanks to the Ukraine, German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock uh, has declared, we are fighting a war with Russia at a meeting of the European Council. Quote, we have to do more also on tanks, Baerbock said, but the most important crucial part is that we do it together. We do not do the blame game in Europe because we are fighting a war against Russia and not against each other, end quote. In the minds of many people, leaders in the European Union, in NATO, they have convinced themselves, they've sold themselves on the fact that they're going to war. We're in World War III with Russia. This is not going to end well. The people, no, it's not. And, but, you know, the these other nations, you know, they have the same problems that we have. Um, the world is outdated, you know, and we need to bring it up to speed quick. Or at least that's what you I'm would thinking think their thoughts are. That the Germans would be a little more cautious about going to war with Russia because they're just a stone's throw away from those nuclear, those limited range uh, nuclear weapons. And I would think that they would want to maintain a peace, mm -hmm. that they wouldn't want to get involved with the war. Russia's not to be trifled with. Yeah. No, they're not. But then again, you know, and we haven't heard from China. You got uh, Kim Jong-un out there that's crazy, too. Uh, but you got to wonder how all these players all fit in. Does even, it, look, Joe gave up equipment. And you told me this. I didn't realize you were doing it. But then I thought, you know, th th this could all make sense. What he, what uh, <laughs> Afghanistan. Yes. All of the equipment in Afghanistan that we left behind. $89 billion worth. The Russians are negotiating with the Afghanis right now to buy that equipment so they could have it. Now, so, we knew that that could happen, and we knew that Russia didn't have a really a lot of that kind of equipment. So if we left it somewhere, and let's just say for argument's sake, that this is all just a big poop show for us to buy into in this war thing, and uh, there's got to be good guys and there's got to be bad guys. And Russia's always been the bad guy. But we got to make sure that they have a fair shot and they get some equipment, too. You know, in other words, like you know, we left it behind intentionally for the Russians, uh, nah. them or someone to pick up, but someone like the Russians. And there you go. And now I think we uh, have a guy who is not a good guy. Uh, Joe Biden is not a good guy. He wasn't a good guy 40 years ago. You know, what people don't realize, but if you've been paying attention to politics, that Joe Biden has usually been on the wrong side of decisions since he's been in politics. Uh, when he wasn't, it's because he was going to personally profit from it. Look at Nancy Pelosi. She sold off her Google stock a week before we sued google oh yeah yeah you know now and you know rats fleeing from a sinking ship or one that's about to sink and they they have something to do with the queen they want to get all their money the queen of the land of the entitled nancy pelosi yeah. so she's collecting all of her money um yeah. biden has been collecting all of his money all along uh we mentioned uh you know lightly uh where are they gonna go well, you know, of course, there's a lot of places that the elite can go to when, not be around nuclear fallout. One of them might be at the Mile High City at the airport there, the uh, underground city. There's probably places, Bill, that we don't even know of. Oh, absolutely. You know? That could be a ruse. Yep. Uh, Joe Biden was making the announcement about the, the tanks yesterday, and he was really kind of out of it. If you saw him, he was standing in front of uh, Lloyd Austin and Bl Tony Blinken, and uh, they looked like statues. They didn't move at all. But Biden was uh, bewildered and befuddled. And uh, he didn't remember, actually, uh, Lloyd Austin's position. Listen. 
the Secretary of State, the Secretary of, of, the, uh, of uh, uh, the military behind me, uh, are, uh, they, they've been deeply, deeply involved in this, this whole effort. Armored capability, as uh, General Austin will tell you, speak, uh, uh, is, has, been, has been critical. Secretary of the military, no, it's Secretary of Defense, uh, just a point of interest, uh, Mr. President. We're being pushed and shoved and led by uh, a demented uh, fool, and he's going to get people, good people, innocent people, killed uh, with his moronic decisions. I was thinking last night, Bill, do you think he's evil enough where he would bring the country to war to take away from the attention of his criminal acts? Sure. I think he absolutely would, but I I think the picture goes far beyond that. I, I sent you a link yesterday. Somebody had posted the video. It's an older video, but it, uh, even the mainstream media that loves every everything from the left is saying Joe has no respect for the military as they show him getting off of uh, what what oh, they yeah. call the helicopter? Uh, Marine One. Marine One. They were getting off of Marine One, him and Jill. He turns around to go, you know, hold his hand out to get Jill off of the helicopter. They turn around, and the Marine's sitting there with a salute, yep. and they do not acknowledge the Marine. Of course. And I'm sitting there going, these are guys, service people, that have laid their lives on the line. Many died defending this great nation. Of course. And the, the the leader of the free country in the world sits there and just blows give, them off. Give, and then the excuse and they make, that they have for it, it's not a mandatory thing. And so the Bidens have acknowledged that they uh, they just uh, they go by that rule. It's not mandatory. And they make fun in of Trump. In other words, they don't respect you. They make fun of Trump and mm-hmm. and Trump. Does stuff like he gets off the helicopter, and I saw this on video. You can check it online yeah. on YouTube. One of the hats of one of the uh, soldiers who was saluting was blown off by the uh, the rotor wash from the helicopter because you know it was still spinning. It blew the guy's hat off. Trump got it. He stayed at attention, and the president of the United States went over and got the hat, br- brought it back to the soldier, and gave it back, and then saluted the soldier. You wouldn't see Biden doing that. I'm normally a little more up when we do the show, but uh, with what he nah, did— you haven't been lately. You, you're getting more pissed by the well, day, and, and there's I, nothing we can do. I truly apologize to you and to the audience, but I am so upset over what this guy is doing. I don't think people understand how he is incrementally marching us into a direct conflict with the Russians, and he's doing it— with his eyes wide open, he was even joking at this thing yesterday. The most important, maybe the most critical press conference he's given in his whole presidential experience, and he's laughing. He's mm-hmm. laughing. It was a depressing thing to see. And you know, the, the media, I'll give you an example, Bill. The media doesn't do its damned homework, okay? I, I heard the media saying yesterday, well, we're— they're sending in the leopard tanks, which run on kerosene, by the way. And you know those M1 Abrams, they run on jet fuel. They run the more expensive jet fuel. And I thought to myself, you moron, jet fuel is just refined kerosene. It's more highly refined kerosene. As a matter of fact, if you don't have that, quote, jet fuel, you can go over to that leopard tank with its kerosene and pour it in the engine. It runs on that, too. Jet fuel is refined kerosene. Ask anybody who uh, works on jet engines. But they don't. They don't ask the question. I, I thought to myself, something as simple as that. They're making an issue out of something like, well, that runs on jet fuel. And this runs on kerosene. Have they ever have they ever seen a contractor, somebody that does construction? Maybe uh, you have a, uh, a house that's kind of elevated and mm-hmm. you have frozen pipes you know, in the winter. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes over there with one of those those heaters, you know, that, uh, you know, have 75,000 BTU of heat. Sure. And they run on gasoline. They run on kerosene. And they run on jet fuel. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. You know, <laughs> you know it's like, but uh, duh. All you have to do is Google. And I did it this morning to make sure I wasn't talking 
you know, nonsense. Out of your rear end, yeah, yeah. like I do sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I, so I went and I checked it and it said, is jet fuel the same thing as kerosene? And it said, yes, jet fuel is a more refined kerosene, but you can use kerosene in its stead. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I remember from my... Uh, my old days when I used to, you know, go run with the, the pack with motorcycles, you know, in the, in the clubs and whatnot. And when you're always polishing up the bike, you know, you stop somewhere, you get gas, and then you get that black soot that's, you know, in your pipes. And your nice chrome pipes, you don't want that crap. <laughs> and this one guy, you know, I'm going like, he didn't go on long runs, but, you know, his pipes were always... You know, you can, Pristine, we can go on yeah. a run, and they were clean. Yeah. And what, what do you do? He goes, oh, I go to the airport. I put jet fuel in the bike because it burns clean. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, all I can tell you, friends, is we have a dumb media, uh, a media that is not doing its homework. Uh, you would think, well, you and I talked about the possibility of this thing escalating into a, a bigger uh, situation than it, you know, than it was. We talked about this a week, two weeks ago. Now, just today, I looked and finally the headlines are talking about these tanks and uh, the the dangerous situation we're creeping towards. It's taking them this long. They've spent so much time talking about the classified documents, you know, that uh, Biden. It's. I think to myself, okay, which is the distraction, the documents or the war? Part of me thinks that uh, the war situation. The danger that he's pushing us towards is going to take away from the the crimes that he's committed uh, over you know when he was vice president. It's uh, it's both. I mean, they're both equally bad, and I say that because we got a corrupt president. There's no doubt about it. He's corrupt. He's dirty, and he has been dirty. You know, when he was a senator, and nothing good can come from this guy. And, but yet he's in office. So what do we do? we got to get him out of there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think we have to use the Treason Act on him. But then who do we have to go into place? And how do we defuse this Ukrainian war thing? Now, you know, the Ukraine, like Russia, they, they are ripe in corruptness. Now, Zelensky was going along. Uh, and they let go a lot of their uh, their military leaders and some of their cabinet people because they've taken money that we've given them and a lot of the stuff and resources, and they've stolen it. Of course. Yeah. You know, so they're corrupt. And there's no accountability. We haven't sent over people to ask for an accounting. It's just here. You want to defuse this war? You really want to defuse this war? Get Biden out right now on the Treason Act. Cut off everything. Forget about the tanks. Do not send them. Cut all the funding off. I agree. 100%. Choke it. 100%. Choke it right now. Choke it. We, and, it. and that clock will tick back. It has not. It should not be up for debate. We are at a point right now where it is a critical situation. We're at critical mass here. If this were a nuclear reactor, we're at critical mass. We're at a point where we're teetering on the brink of nuclear war, an explosion. We've got to stop this situation we have to do it ASAP. Yeah, and if, if you think we're scaring you, uh, it's intentional because we do believe that this is, if it makes sense to you, I think that's what I really should say. If what we're saying makes sense to you, get mad and share at least, if you can't call share your the congressman. Show, call your congressman, but let other friends know yes. what the hell is going on because. There may not be a tomorrow for you or me. There will be for Nancy. There will be for Joe and Jill and huh? Hunter, lovable Hunter. Damn it, if we let him go. He's, <laughs> you know. Yep. But, but you and me, hey, we're expendable. Our children, our grandchildren. Forget them. This is, this is a dangerous situation. And the media, the stupid juvenile media that we have run in our country uh, they're more concerned with politics and Trump. Oh, Trump is bad. Orange man bad. Instead of the real problems that are face are, are looking right at us right now, the Ukraine is a major, major situation which could explode in our face at any time. And instead of diffusing it, instead of sending over 
peacekeepers and negotiators to, to sit down with the Russians and the Ukrainians and to have a conversation and maybe bring the temperature down like a good leader, a smart leader would do, this clown is sending more weapons. More yeah. And by the way, these weapons... These were game changer weapons that uh, the Russians said you start sending that over and they, oh. and it's a different situation. It's Yeah, a- they they are threatening a fiery response whatever that means and I could read into it the way that I I would oh. read into it but it is not good. And we've got to stop this right now. You know, There's just I- no choice that we have and it's not just you but your sons, your daughters, Future generations, forget about it. In 2014, uh, Russia went in and took con- took back Crimea, their port, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was theirs historically. Russia ran Crimea for centuries. I mean, that was theirs, and it ended up going to the Ukraine. The Russians went in in 2014, got it back, and everybody in Crimea applauded the move, no. you know, because that's they're Russians. They think Russian. Lloyd Austin says yesterday, we're going to go back, and part of the goal for us is to repatriate Crimea with the Ukraine. What now, the hell gives us the right? Do you think that the Russians who who believe that's their soil, okay, maybe the Ukraine isn't theirs, but Crimea they've always felt is part of their property and they should never have lost it in the first place. Do you think that the Russians are going to just idly stand by and let us assault Crimea and take Crimea back from them? That's going to be a nuclear situation because, you know, they're going to say we're attacking Russian citizens. See, it's it's one mm-hmm. thing for the Russians to go into Ukraine. They're the invaders. But if we go into Crimea and and try to take that back, the Russians are going to say, and they'll have a case, they'll have a case that we're going in and we're assaulting their citizens, and that's going to be a nuclear situation. I think guys like Lloyd Austin, I don't, these people, what they're talking about should be criminal. Criminal. You know those 31 tanks that we're sending over to the Ukraine? Wouldn't it be nice if we sent them down to our southern border? 31 tanks would cover a lot of territory, you know. It would kind of show up the old uh, security if we had 31 of our tanks on our border. But well, no. I have feelings about the border, and yeah, you know, the tanks would be nice. It would be nice if we took all the money that we're sending in foreign aid to the Ukraine and everywhere else and spend it on our own infrastructure, our own people, and keep it right here in the United States. Take care of our own backyard, I agree 100%. I mean, By the way, dis- he also asked for another $2 billion yesterday, besides you know, the tax. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, and where is this money coming from? You know, the history of mankind. Countries have conquered and colonized. If they needed to grow, they marched their troops in and they took over. And sometimes the places they took over wanted to be conquered and colonized and become part of something bigger and better that they would at least hope, you know, but who are we to sit there and say, nah, you don't deserve that. Nah, 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 nah. We're going to, we're going to recolonize it and give it back to these people or do this or that. If the house of representatives really represented us, they would take action to remove Joe Biden as president today. I'm not Absolutely. talking about. And he by the way, be removed. We're not talking about anything illegal, friends, or anything bad and nefarious. We're talking about there are legal steps, like Bill had said before. There are legal steps to remove him, impeach him from office, get him out of the way, and and put somebody who is a little more rational in that position. I think you have enough to go on that you impeach the entire package, and that would be uh, Carmella. You know, um, yeah, uh, whatever you want to call her by her proper name or make up a name, you go right ahead. The name I would make up would not be too nice. So I'll leave it alone and just say, get rid of them both. It's a package deal. Impeach them because she has not done her job at all. Somebody should uh, speak up today 
and make a move today. This is not something which should be going to different conferences and lingering on for months and months because we may not have months and months. I know that sounds dramatic, but I truly believe this. You don't have a city. Do you think the Russians are going to sit around and, and uh, okay, they're, now they're putting tanks in. Okay, well, we'll move that red line back a little bit. Uh, we're not going to take it. The Russians at some point are going to say enough, enough, and then we're going to have a problem. Well, one of my thoughts is, you know, you mentioned it just a, mi- a moment ago. Well, they're getting the Abrams tanks. It'll be a few months, and you know we got to train people and stuff right. like that and get ready. That gives you a timeline. But, you know, one of the things that we do in this country are misdirections. How do we know that those tanks aren't already there? Of course. How do we know that we don't have people that have been trained to run them? Sure. And that timeline could be today. These guys are thinking ahead of us. All the time. I'm talking about these leaders. A rational person, a logical, rational person who cared about our country would never want us to get this close to a war with the Russian bear. The Russian bear, by the way, doesn't want to get in a war situation with us. because I. But I think they know that there's going to be no winner. There's going to yeah, be no and, winner. And you've still got China in the equation. You've still got you know all these other players that are out there. And... You know, how is this all going to work out? It's not going to be good. That's the one thing that I know for certain. You start throwing uh, nuclear weapons around, what's to say the Chinese don't throw a few after? And then maybe the Iranians toss a few in. The Koreans launch a couple when we're weak. All of a sudden, they, they knock us down. They destroy us as a nation. Here's the thing. You know, they always talked about Trump, you know, and they, they lied to Trump as he was president. You know, and uh, if you'd listen to them, they said very clear, clearly, you know, Trump doesn't have the the football. We, we wouldn't give him that authority. Right. Millie said uh, he had it. Yeah. And he already said that he would help out China. Of course he did. Call him. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up the, yeah. We're thinking about, yeah, that ain't going to happen. No, 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 yeah. no. I got you back here, China. I'm Millie. I, you know, I, well, he's a, that's, a, that's traitorous. I don't care whether if the guy had 10 stars on his shoulder, that's a traitor to say, to say to an enemy, Hey, look at, I'll call you. If we, if we decide to launch, I'll let you know. Hey, if you don't believe it, Google it. The, the information is out there. You can hear the audio, hear him say it himself. Of course he did. Yeah. And it's, it is just disgusting, despicable. What is being done right before our very eyes and we're 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 in we're in it deep. I and don't I think Joe is. He's just he's he's hoping for the distraction. He's going to stay around. He wants to get his piece of, of his piece of the pie as much of that pie as he can before we blow it all up. I don't know whether we have people in government who truly understand how close we are to uh, nuclear war. I'm talking about representatives and uh, senators. I, I I think they're so used to pontificating and debating everything. You know, and I think to myself, do they really know the urgency of the, of the situation right now? Do they really know how close we are to what could be annihilation as a nation? Well, they may know, but you can't pontificate it away. And I get where, you know, if you, depending on what you do, they, you know, the, the left might sit there and say, ah, insurrection is treasonous, but the time has come for action. Something has to be done. Like Bill just said, something has to be done now to uh, to stop this uh, march towards annihilation. Uh, Lock is ticking, tick-tock, and uh, we've got 50 seconds. And it might have it, – yesterday we talked about it. It moved 10 seconds. Could you imagine that if today it moves 10 seconds and tomorrow it moves 10 seconds, we would be 30 seconds away? Five days from now we'd be at war. 50 yeah. seconds left in the clock. If it moves another 10 seconds every every day for the next five days, we're at war in five days. Yeah. It moved 10 seconds yesterday, friends. Check for yourself. Look on uh, online. You can see that we're not kidding. These are 
these are simple little things you can find for yourself because you're not going to get it from the media. By the way, that's, an, that's another thing. You really should be doing a lot of your own homework right now. You really should be going online, doing research, finding out what is really going on behind the scenes. Don't just listen to somebody tell you because you're not going to get all the information. You know, my and my feeling on the media, if you know they're corrupt and you know they're not good, don't even watch them. And the other thing that you might want to do is you look the one thing what is John Schneider. He's a, you know, the a Duke actor, or whatever yeah. Duke of Hazard he played. Yeah. He did make one point in the video one time. He goes, you want to get Hollywood's attention? You want to get somebody's attention? Hit them in the pocketbook, which gets back to the thing of you want to get the media's attention? Boycott the sponsors. Well, interesting you should say that because AT&T, and I think it's DirecTV, I guess their subsidiary, mm -hmm. they just yesterday dropped from their systems Newsmax. Newsmax. They were reaching 13 million homes, uh, Newsmax was, on their systems alone, AT&T and DirecTV. So, so they canceled the right, so the right needs to cancel them. Go to the money. The thing is... Uh, they have, they're the fourth largest network on cable TV, Newsmax is now, and there are 22 other liberal-leaning networks who generate much smaller audiences who are still on their systems. MSNBC, CNBC, CNN, these are the ones that come to mind, but there's Vice and all these, all these other little uh, left-leaning Networks. It may not be news, but their their programming pushes themselves to the left. Okay, they're still there. Newsmax is a conservative uh, network. They said, "Look, this is the second time this has happened in like a year. Uh, a year ago, they they dropped O A N N, you know, which was another conservative network." So you mentioned about pocketbook. Well, mm -hmm. apparently it's not sit sitting very well with conservative customers of AT&T. your uh, AT&T phones. And you don't have to cancel right away if you think it's an inconvenience. You can call them and say, look, you got 30 days to renegotiate that contract or I'm pulling my business. 30 days, we could be at war. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But, but then again, you know, if we're at war, you don't need a phone anyway. You need uh, you need shelter. You need uh, supplies. You need, yeah, uh, you need supplies, and you probably need some iodine pills, too, because... Yes, um, absolutely. It's, it's going to be crazy when... As it, silly as this may sound, I, I bought some. I bought some about uh, two two months ago. Uh, you still can get them. You can get them through Amazon, those iodine pills. And apparently they help block off the effects of of uh, fallout and radiation, things like that. Right, yeah. The uh, Well, instead of growing uh, five arms, you'll just have three. <laughs> they, you well, know. It might be an improvement on me. Um, there's a lot of things that we should talk about before... Uh, we wrap up the show. I wanted to play a whole bunch of audio, which I have, but sure. we're not going to because it's just too much. And we've we've talked for a long time. But there's a lot to talk about today, Bill. Right. There's a lot to talk about. But Tucker was talking about with the classified document situation, it's, it's being buried by who had the documents and in what house the documents were found. And uh, that's not the issue. They're to trivializing. Yeah, yeah. Tucker cut to the chase. Uh, this was a couple of days ago, and it was really worth uh, playing again. So if there's an actual scandal at the core of this classified document story, here it is. So here are the details. On April 13th, 2014, Hunter Biden sent an email to his business partner in Burisma, Devin Archer. Now, he sent this a week before his father, the vice president, flew to Ukraine to meet with Ukraine's prime minister. In the email, Hunter Biden composed a detailed memo with nearly two dozen data points about the political and strategic situation on the ground in Ukraine. What's so immediately striking, and Randy Devine pointed this out, having read the entire laptop, is that this email bears no resemblance to anything else we have that Hunter Biden has ever written. In fact, it sounded like something produced by the State Department. There's no question that Hunter Biden used classified materials to assemble this email. Listen carefully, quote, the strategic value is to create a land bridge for RU to Crimea, he writes at one point. Notice he uses the diplomatic abbreviation for Russia, RU, because he's in the know. Quote, that won't directly affect Burisma holdings, but it will limit future UK exploration and utilization of offshore opportunities in particular. 
It will also, Hunter Biden added, quote, further destabilize the UK nationally and for whatever government is in power. And the US will respond with even stronger sanctions. Those sanctions will threaten the tenuous support of the EU, which does not have the political will to incur steep energy price increases, and so on. Now, keep in mind, if you're wondering, is this plausible? Keep in mind that when he wrote this email, Hunter Biden was an active drug addict. Just two months before he wrote this, two months, in February of 2014, he'd been thrown out of the Navy for cocaine use. He couldn't even stay sober long enough to pass a scheduled drug test. He was completely out of control. Yet somehow, in that state, in this email, Hunter Biden managed to sound like a seasoned Ukraine hand from Foggy Bottom, referring to Russia as RU and all the rest. And critically, he seemed to know for a fact the details of American diplomatic strategy in the region. The U.S. will respond with even stronger sanctions. How did Hunter Biden know that? Oh, come on. Come on. Keep in mind that when Mike Flynn mentioned the topic, just mentioned the topic of sanctions to the ambassador from Russia, the FBI swooped in and destroyed his life and threatened to send him to prison. And he was the national security advisor at the time. He had the highest possible clearances you could have. Hunter Biden had no clearances whatsoever. He was the drug addict son of the vice president. And here he is in this email casually mentioning to his business partner that sanctions may be coming and here are the effects on the EU and energy prices in order to keep making 80 grand a month in a no-show job on the board of Ukrainian energy company working on a topic he knew nothing about. So what are we looking at here? What we're looking at is a crime. That's a crime, a real one. Hunter Biden clearly knew it was a crime. He told his business partner in the same email to go to CVS and buy a quote burner phone to make sure their conversations were not seen by anyone else. Now what's amazing and so telling is that the DOJ has had this for years because the FBI seized Hunter Biden's laptop before the last presidential election in 2020. Mm. Keep in mind also the context, and the context is always Ukraine. That was true in 2014, it's true in 2023. Back in 2015, Ukraine's top prosecutor, Viktor Slokin, began investigating Burisma and wondering why is it paying the vice president's son tens of thousands of dollars a month? So how did Joe Biden respond? Well, within a year, Joe Biden, the vice president of the United States, had Slokin fired by threatening to withhold U.S. aid money to Ukraine. We're not making this up, here's the tape. I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kyiv, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. Arrogance is his weakness. Can you imagine bragging about that? Joe Biden, in front of the Council on Foreign Relations, on camera, just admitted he had the prosecutor fired because the prosecutor was doing what our Department of Justice would not do. <laughs> he wanted the vice president's son investigated for trading classified information to this business for cash. And Joe Biden just admitted that he acted on behalf of the U.S. government, but actually on behalf of his family. That's a crime. Hunter Biden had access to classified documents. That's a crime. And here he is bragging about it. Hubris is always their undoing. You know, he was using our money, our aid money, the $1 billion dollars, as a bargaining chip to make things better for his family. Yeah, well, that's one of the things about uh, Democrats and, and, and elites. Uh, you and I know it's our, our money, yours and mine. Right. But the way Joe looks at it, it's his money. Yeah. Nancy looks at it like it's her money. Adam Schiff and Schumer look at it like, yeah, it's their money. You know, and we work for them. What else, work for us. what else hit me when I was listening to that was, you know, Hunter's being paid $80,000 a month 
for this no-show job in a country that he doesn't even speak their language, okay? And he's going to be the expert who gets 80000 a month. But my question was, he was spending 50000 a month on rent uh, exactly. on, his, on his place in uh, his father's place, I guess, in Delaware. Was he using 50000 from that 80000 Was that a way to funnel money to Joe? He gets well, eighty thousand as a salary be because he was getting money from. Uh, there was a lot of Chinese money coming through, and I don't think we've seen all the Chinese money that has has gone through. Uh, you know, their coffers are come to them. These are bad people. These are these are bad people, and uh, they just keep getting away with their corruption. Yeah, best thing I could hear on the news. This week or next week would be, well, son of a bitch, Joe, you're impeached. Yeah, well. You know, but to use his term, I mean, I don't usually talk that way, but the point well, is. Me, let me ask you a question. If your son had had a relationship with a woman and they had a child, and it was proven through DNA, right, that that mm -hmm. child was related to you, was your then grandchild. that child is familiar. Right. Uh, would Family. you ignore that child? Would you oh. dismiss that child, not include it in the family? Uh, that's what they do. And they call it, by the way, that's a personal thing. That's, that shows you the type of people we're dealing with. You know, if it, were my, if it were my relation, if it were my grandchild, I don't care how that little child got into this world. That would be my no. grandchild. And I would love it, and I would welcome it. But the Bidens can't do that because they're not good people. No, they're not good people. Imagine, imagine if that little girl was a black girl. And I say that because I knew a lady that had had to go through a whole reevaluation of herself because her son got involved with the woman and they had a, a mixed race. I child. would welcome and that child with exactly. open arms. And yep. you know what? That was her decision. And she and and the racial thing went away. But I'm saying, would Joe do that? He can't even accept, you know. All oh, this you know, little child, dancer, by the way, she's know. she's four years old, and she is absolutely gorgeous. This little child, you you want to you look at a picture of her at four, and you want to give her a hug, you, yeah. you precious little person. But yet Biden is missing this because because they are ignoring. You know, well, you know what you know what Hunter did last week, what, just last week. Oh yeah, he wanted to uh, keep a, have the, a judge keep the the kid from getting his name. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad enough that they they know that they're related to this. He knows he's the father of this child, but he doesn't want that little girl to have his last name, even though oh, she. Oh no, no, she no, that would be terrible for him. You know, each child. I don't care what you know. Uh, what race they are, each child that is born into the world is a gift from God. And you grow up, you know, you were a gift from God, whether anybody wants to acknowledge it or not. But there's one thing that Joe can't say. You know, the 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 the, the, the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, yeah, the God, I think is the term. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, maybe the best thing that ever happened to that little girl is if they don't get, uh, she doesn't get to use the last name. You know, maybe she'll be better off going through this world without uh, that moniker hanging on around her neck. Uh, because I think you're going to find as, as time marches on just how corrupt this guy is. Yeah, he may be confused and, and a bit tottering right now. He's 80. But he has been historically... Uh, a bad guy, a not not an honest guy, and a liar. He's a pathological liar. He's taken you, he's taken money from all sorts of people and made it his. You know, he get we talked about this before. He got paid like a hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand dollars a year as a salary, and now he's a multimillionaire. Would someone please explain how that happens? Would you uh, Would you say there's any blood money uh, in his uh, wealth? Uh, probably. I don't think you can get that kind of money without having done some terrible things. You know, if you inherit blood money and it's given to you, it's, it's nothing but bad for you. So maybe in Hunter's demented outlook on life, he might be doing 
that mom and that little girl a favor. I know that the mom wants, he's, she's looking out for a little girl, but I don't know that I might be looking at it. If I were her, like, well, it's blood money anyway, and nothing good can come from blood money. And then this guy turns around and has the audacity to say, uh, I'm a good Catholic. I'm a strong Catholic. I was raised Catholic. He throws his religion around whenever it's convenient uh, and, and a good opportunity for him to do so. He uses it as a tool, a marketing tool for Joe mm. Biden. He really doesn't have a great faith. If he did, he'd be looking for God's forgiveness. If he was really a good Catholic, he would be looking for God's forgiveness. But he doesn't. He still walks around. He's pushing us towards a war. Yeah, what? What? I, what good man, what good honest man would want us to get closer and closer to a war that we have no business even being involved with? I mean, 99% of the people in this country couldn't find U the Ukraine on a map. And all of a sudden, it's, it's of vital interest that we have uh, tanks and troops and stuff going to the Ukraine. You know, we're talking about defending the Ukraine border. How about defending our border down on the mm -hmm. southwest? Nah, this guy's this guy's a bad guy, and he he really should be impeached by a an honest Congress. But that's another that ain't story. That going to happen. And the borders with with him and uh, the Pelosi's and the Schumers and everything, they are of the belief. You know, we 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 discussed why there's probably going to be a war and why we're getting there, and we discussed how these cities have died in Detroit. And there is the belief, that's why you open up the borders. There are people that would like to come to the United States and have some of what we got. Well, it's pretty dilapidated, just so you know, it's, it's depleted. But they'll bring these people in, and they're, they're entrepreneurs. They're, they're people that want to take charge. No, they're going to take what jobs they can get and further starve our population and unless they bring technology and industry to the table, yeah. you know, all you're going to do is weaken us as a whole. I heard somebody say, one of the news programs saying it's depressing, that we're really at war with the cartels on the southwestern border and we're losing that war. And I thought, yeah, if we can't fight a cartel, then who the hell can we fight? That's exactly right. You know, those 31 tanks, is they're going to deplete a, a portion of our our uh, arsenal. Oh, yeah. We're not going to have as many tanks for our own purposes here because we're sending our stuff over there. So when are we going to go uh, park an aircraft carrier out there and uh, give it to the Ukraine and all the, well, that's next, all the planes on board? That's next. We're going to be involved in this war if we're not already involved. Again, it goes back to with every tank, you have to have mechanics, you have to have specialists, people who know how to make them work and know how to put them back together again. And you, exactly. can't, you can't train the Ukraines uh, in a short period of time to do that stuff. you got to send our, our guys are going to have to go over there to do it. Well, we may have already been doing that, though, training them. I, I, I just don't believe that, uh, okay, we're going to send them now. Yeah, we got we to gotta have some time to get it up to speed because I think – you know, everything that we hear is dated. I think everything we hear is all a show. Yeah. Uh, there's a big play at hand here. By the way, uh, change of subject here. If you bought an electric car, mm -hmm. you might have made a big mistake. I didn't buy one. <laughs> oh, thank God. No. New study out there. You know, everyone's going, oh, man, you know, electric cars are great, man. And, yeah. you know, they're clean. Well, that's debatable, too. But no. Um Oh, well, they're, they're, they're cost uh, efficient. Well, now there's the problem. You see, <laughs> if you go to uh, plug in your car at home, if sure. you uh, have the luxury of that, your cost of running that per 100 miles is about $11.49. Go to the filling station, about $11.49. No difference there, but... You go to a gas station to fill up your car, well, it's about $11.49 per 100 miles. But you go to an electronic charging station, eh, you're about 15 bucks per 100 miles. Do you know what they can do with those cars, too? Yeah, I know where they, they can, can park they, them. They can shut them off. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, the government yeah. The government has kill yeah. switches on these cars. I was talking to my mechanic. 
I said, you know, we're talking about these electronic cars and all these new gadgets they're putting on. Pretty soon they'll have kill switches. He says, not pretty soon. They already got them. They already got them. I said, even on the, even on the new gas cars? He said, yeah, even on the new gas cars. They have kill switches. They can stop your car. Definitely stop your electric car. Why in God's name do we want to get everybody converted over to uh, the newer vehicles, the newer technology, and we and the government has the capability shutting them off? Because they want control over us. I mean, look, what's to say that they can't uh, restrict your mileage? For example, let's say you live in Boston, okay, and all of a sudden the needy come down, comes down and says, you can only travel 25 miles from the center of Boston for the next two weeks. No long-distance travel unless you have a commercial vehicle. Well, you figure, well, how are they going to know? So you hop in your car, and you decide to drive to Springfield. That's f- much further away than 25 miles. You get out by Framingham, maybe Worcester, and all of a sudden, your car starts to sputter and then stop. It's because they have GPS tracking devices on your car. They can tell how far away you are from the home base, and they can shut you off remotely. That, yeah, and you know what? When you turn off your GPS, it really doesn't go off. It's just like you turn off your GPS, and you're sitting there going, oh, I need to Google where a shop and save is. You want the one nearest you? Well, how would you know? Because I turned off my GPS. <laughs> no, it knows anyway. Yeah. Well, how the hell do you know that? Because I just came in from out of town. All and the I gadgets it off before I got here. All the gadgets that we've bought over the past few years—the smartphones, the smart watches, the smart this, the the uh, tablets—all those things. They all have GPS devices. The smart watch that I spent a bundle for, you know, you put it on your wrist. What does it do? It tracks you. And, yeah. it, and it listens to everything you're saying. So if they want to but, hear what you're saying in a conversation, they don't need to mic you. You already have a mic. It's called a smartwatch. Yeah, see, but what they sell you on, hey, you know, this this thing uh, monitors your blood pressure, oh, takes your pulse. It's super. It has, uh, has your temperature. It'll clean the windows on your car. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it'll kiss your butt. You know, you <laughs> need this thing. I mean, oh, uh, speaking of... Um, no, we weren't, but Trump. We we got to mention Trump somewhere in this, of course we do. this thing. Uh, apparently, um, Meta, which is Facebook, yep. uh, today they are opening up his uh, accounts again. I don't think he's terribly impressed about it. I read his art, his response. He doesn't give a rat's yeah, ass I, about I, them I, anymore. I mean, that boat sailed. Yeah, I, it's almost like they need him now much more than he needs them because he's moved over to Truth Social and other places. And, uh, I mean, he's... Not saying he won't go back, but he's not terribly appreciative appreciative of the uh, the move. You know, it's interesting. You talked about that thing with Nancy Pelosi pulling her her uh, stocks from uh, cashing in on the Google stock a week before they get uh, sued That's by their trading. And yeah. I'm sorry, didn't uh, didn't some famous TV person? Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, didn't she do a little But wait a second, time? hold on. You're talking about Nancy, you know. Yeah, Nancy. You know, uh, I told you about the video at the front of the show of this guy that made of all these these places, that, like in Oakland, how they become bombed out Beirut, uh, San Bernardino, which used to be kind of a nice blue cla- uh, 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 a blue-collar area. Now it's just terrible. Well, I'm sitting there going, boy, it'd be nice to take that video and then go and look at who is the representative, Republican or Democrat there, and just post their picture by all these these rundown places. Now, is it entirely their fault? No. But, hey, what you know, you hey. represent that district. I'll bet you uh, most of Detroit is uh, run by Democrats, left, left-leaning people. And look what they've done to that city, that, that once great industrial powerhouse. You mentioned that they, they, which was a good thing, they've torn down the buildings, turned them into parks. But what they're forgetting, they, they haven't figured out how to reinvent themselves to bring new industry and keep up with it. So you've got this big landmass there that is the city of Detroit. That doesn't change. Mm-hmm. But what does change is the cost to run it and keep the streets clean and the tra- trash picked up. Well, the only way that you can do it now is raise the taxes on the people that are already suffering 
keep up with all that. We could talk for forever, but uh, we've run out of time once again. Would you believe that, Bill? We've run out of hey, time. We don't have no stinking time. We don't have no stinking time. Uh, no but, stinking time, and we could be at war by the next time we talk. Oh, I hope. Uh, uh, well, please, yeah. God. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Hopefully, things will improve in some way between now and then. But in all honesty, I have my, my sincere doubts. Uh, yeah. These are dangerous times. Uh, if you are a praying person like I am, you might want to say a little prayer and uh, with the hopes that things will will get better in the in the not too distant future. Uh, this is this is not a good thing, and what they're doing in Washington, in my estimation, is the absolute wrong thing to be doing. But that's yeah, just you know, me. a friend of mine said, you know, people they they don't want people to gather and talk, talk, talk a lot and. A lot. Yes. And make sure that everybody has, you know, knows what you're thinking and what you're saying. Call your congressman. Make some noise. And tell some people about this podcast because, yeah, we try to talk about stuff that we think is important and not all the other podcasts or news programs are talking about the stuff we talk about. Maybe they'll talk about it, but they might do it like two, two days or two weeks later. Anyway, buddy, have a great day. Hey, you do the same. It has been a fun show. And we'll do it again. Uh, with the grace of God. Stay well, my friend. Hey, you too. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?